Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. What is up, everybody? Happy New Year. Hope you guys had a good holiday. Hope it was festive. And uh, hope you enjoyed the week off. Uh, an extra week off for the Maryland Black Bears. As everyone got started on New Year's Eve weekend. And New Year's weekend, as it were. But the Black Bears... Held off a little bit. They're like, nah, we got to wait till the vibe is right. We got to wait till the vibe is perfect. We got to do this in the new year. And that's what they did. And back home as well, back uh, in the comfy confines of Piney Orchard Ice Arena as they took on the Maine Nordiques, who they had uh, seen prior to the break. And now they get to see in the home side of things. So we'll get things started uh, right off the hop on Friday. And Maine really, uh, you could see that they had played the week before. Maryland a little bit, uh, not so much uh, hot off the jump as it were for this one. Maine trying to put a little bit of an attack on there, trying to uh, strike while their iron is hot. But the defense and William Hackinson uh, turned away some uh, decent opportunities from Maine. Uh, and they got their legs underneath them after a few uh, as the Black Bears uh, were able to strike first. 3.23 into the uh, first period as Samuel Stitz deflects a shot from Christian Catalano, corrals his own rebound, puts it home for his fifth of the year. Uh, Catalano, his 15th assist. Trace Johnson also getting an assist, his eighth on the season. For Catalano, it snapped a seven-game pointless streak. And uh, he is back on the board. Maryland back on the board. And for Stitz, that uh, continued on a three-game point streak for him. So Maryland up and going and, and Maine trying to get it right back. But again, Hackinson and the defense uh, very well organized in this one. Able to keep it out, including killing off a uh, power play towards the middle part of the frame. And they go into the break up one to nothing a minute 30 in Maryland wastes no time once again as uh, Adam Shankula tips home a puck off a, a Caleb Thiessen shot and that puts Maryland up two to nothing 90 seconds into the middle frame Shankula's fifth Thiessen his ninth assist Hunter Ramos his ninth assist as well Maine would get one back uh, a few minutes down the line as Nick Bernardo who has been uh kind of on a tear against the Maryland Black Bears, uh, I should say. Finds a seam, multi-layer screen in front of Hackinson, uh, and it just gets through as a, a good screen attempt by the Nordiques. Kind of drew in two defenders for the Black Bears, and there you go. Two to one uh, lead cut in half. But Maryland was firing on all cylinders in this period, uh, also thanks to two uh, power plays that they were given late in the frame as well, out shooting Maine 25-2 to in the middle stanza. And with uh, with 5.49 remaining, they cash in. Not on the power play, however, as Hunter Ramos gets his 13th of the season. Uh, just a nice little pass uh, from uh, Braden Stannard to lead Ramos, who was just streaking in on uh, through the slot. Potts at home, 13th of the year for him. Stannard with his 11th assist. Shankula also notching assist, his 12th of the year. Maryland up 3-1. to one. And then towards the end of the frame, Black Bears get one with under a minute left. 38 seconds if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone. As Sean Kilcullen just pinching in from the left side, uh, finds the loose puck, bats at home for his sixth of the year. 
Maryland up 4-1. to one. Sam Stitz with his 11th assist of the year. And Trey Scott, who comes back after a stint with the Youngstown Phantoms, uh, gets his 8th assist of the year on the power play. And Maryland is going into the break up 4-1. to one. Black Bears didn't stop there again, keeping the pressure on. Uh, keeping things going would pay uh, dividends in the middle part of the frame as Brad McNeil pots home his 10th of the season with a uh, a nice little sustainable time in the zone, was able to get uh, a rebound in front of the net, getting hit on the play, taking a hit, making the play, putting it home, 5-1, to one, his 10th of the year for McNeil. Brandon Piku with his 15th assist, Riley Rue with his 5th assist as well, and the Black Bears up. Five to one. However, Maine would get back on the board, uh, trying to claw on this one off the transitional play. Alexei Yarmolnik uh, puts it home, making it five to two. But uh, guess who? Shankula, second goal of the night, putting it into an empty net uh, for the six-two win, all alone. And the Black Bears take this one six to two. William Hackinson, twenty-three saves, uh, and the Black Bears take game one of the weekend game two uh you know trying to uh getting that second win always uh rough to do but uh you know you gotta get things going somehow Maine would get things going on the board uh the black bears would try to uh try to go ahead and cast cal de pape who was back there in that uh thomas heaney played on friday but the pape was there on saturday they tried to uh get to him fast but did not work in this instance maryland uh, fired all they could, could not get it past to Pape. But uh, Maine does get a bounce for their first goal. Lauren Trepentier, uh got the last touch on just a bouncing puck throughout the crease. Could not be handled by Hackinson. Uh, it's just, you know, just a slippery, slippery uh, thing there. And it goes in one to nothing midway through the first period. That's where it would uh, leave until the beginning of the second period. 3-11 in the second period, however, Christian Catalano snapping his eight-game goalless streak as he pots one home, just uh, comes down the, uh, gets a nice pass from Kareem El-Bashir and just puts it off the pipe, gets his own rebound, puts it home for his 21st of the year. El-Bashir with his first assist of the season and Caleb Thiessen, his 10th assist. Black Bears tie it up. And there was a little bit of, uh, you know, middle in play. Uh, neutral zone play. Maryland getting a lot of shots on in the second frame. So did Maine. Power plays helped that out. Uh, but a power play definitely helped out Maryland just past the midway point as Cal Essenmacher gets on the board uh, with a rebound off of a uh, Brad McNeil. Huge shot to the net. Uh, and uh, Essenmacher right there. Pots at home for his second of the year. McNeil, 21st assist. Also 21st assist for Sean Kilcullen. All on the power play. Maryland up 2-1, to one, but with under a minute and 30 remaining, Johnny Myers uh, gives uh, Maine the uh, tie game. Again, another bouncing puck in the crease. Hackinson could not uh, get a Paul on it to freeze it. Myers gets last touch. We are tied 2-2 two to two going into the third. A minute two into the third, however, Maine uh, takes advantage of the, uh, of the situation. They got a carry over power play. Uh, on this one due to a late penalty from Maryland. And uh, actually just as the power play expired, uh, as, uh, you know, the Black Bearers a coming back onto the ice, Henrik Halberg was able to get a feed in the slot uh, and put it home for his 13th of the season, main up 3-2. to two. But 
we know anything about these Maryland Black Bears, it's that they're not going to go gently into this good night. And uh, they didn't. Uh, they kept the uh, foot on the pedal and were able to cash in big. First with Hunter Ramos getting his 14th of the season as uh, he gets a rebound off of Adam Shankula's shot. And uh, there it is right there. Johnny on the spot. And Ramos, again, 14th of the season. Shankula, 13th assist. Braden Stannard, his 12th assist at 8-19. And then while both teams were pressing on either side, trying to get sustained pressure, trying to get that uh, go-ahead goal, then Christian Catalano happened. Picks up the puck from Trace Johnson behind his own net and just weaves in and out like it was an and-one mixtape tour. Goes forehand, backhand, goal light, end-to-end highlight reel. Hallett was only number two on this week's NAHL Plays of the Week. I will never know. But it's there. It's his 22nd of the year with under five minutes remaining. Maryland up 4-3. to three. Trace Johnson, ninth assist. Gunnar Van Dam, 17th assist on the year. And try as they might, Maine could not get the equalizer. And Maryland takes the sweep to start off 2023. William Hackettson, 22 saves. And this one is the defense for the Black Bears. Only give up 50 shots across both games, 25 and 25 uh, in this. So uh, a great start to the week, a uh, great start to the year, rather, for the Maryland Black Bears. Christian Catalano gets back onto the offensive side of things, gets back onto the score sheet on both ends. You get a lot of contribution from uh, guys like Sam Stitch, uh, Cal Essenmacher, who was been stellar on a four-checking energy roll, gets some time on the power play, cashes in there. Hunter Ramos, uh, one of the youngest players in the league, uh, still producing big numbers for himself and for the Black Bears. Adam Shankula having a heck of a, a week. Uh, it was just a total team ep- effort on this one. The depth of this team is fantastic. And uh, the Black Bears are rolling right now, but again, only the first game of a new calendar year. But when we look at the uh, standings, things are looking pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. As the Black Bears sit atop the East Division 24-7-3 for 51 points in 34 games. Uh, 126 goals for 81 against 45 goals on the plus side differential on that and points in their last five outings as well. Of course, New Jersey behind them have points in the last 15 games. They're uh, trucking up fast, only nine points behind, as are the Northeast General, nine points behind Maryland. And then the main Nordiques are 34 uh, points, so that's 17 points behind the Black Bears uh, in fourth spot. So Black Bears, things are looking pretty good. Christian Catalano back on top of the score sheet. Uh, are back on the score sheet, back on top of the goal-scoring leaders as well. With him uh, potting his 22nd, he is up on Jake LaRusso of Northeast, although Northeast has uh, three of the top five point-getters in the league. So you got to say here that uh, you know Northeast is going to be a bit of a challenge. I mean, the rest this East division is pretty uh, stacked and a lot of spoilers that could be going on. Uh, so you have to, uh, you can't really take your foot off the pedal because you want to make a, uh, you want to get the wins you want to get, and you want to go ahead and make sure that you know you don't lose any points in the instance. So, um, you know, 24 wins are nice. You know what's also nice? 25 and 26 wins, and uh, that's what they have to look forward to in this weekend. And and you know, just look ahead to to focus on getting the wins 
as they take on a Danbury Hattricks team who is, um, by and large, not having a Baja blast. Currently, Danbury sitting 226-3-2. I don't know if that includes the uh, unofficial game. They are playing, as I record this one, Tuesday night. Uh, they are playing, and they have lost to the Philadelphia Rebels. So I don't know if that includes that one as well, but they are currently, I believe, uh, on a uh, 19 or 20 game winless streak. They have got points in five of those games, but still not a good time. Um, so it is imperative for Maryland to not look past this. I mean, it's easy to 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 say, ah, oh, we got this going. It's it's fine. It's fine. You know. Uh, whatever you can't play down to that level. I mean, Danbury is, uh, you know, they are who they are. They do have, they do have their uh, their goaltender back from the World Juniors and Patrick Barrison. They have a new head coach in uh, Patrick Steffen. Um, they have had time with Patrick Steffen, and we will see what happens in the grand scheme of things if that makes uh, uh, how much of a difference that does make. I mean, you can't really can't really say one way or another if the you know this is easy points cuz nothing's ever easy in this one i mean you got a guy in Quinn Kennedy who's on the other side who probably wants to have revenge you know he wants a little bit of a little bit of something against his former team this is the first time he's met up because the last time i believe he was injured in the series when the they went up uh when i think that when they came down here uh, but in any case i mean you, there's motivation on the other side because they want to break that streak and what better way to break that streak than one of the top teams in the entire NAHL. So for the Black Bears, it's a focus. This this could be considered a trap game. Fetty Wap said it best. Seventeen thirty eight. Hey, um, the point is that you they, they can't lose focus going into this road game. It's on the road first and foremost. Um, so you have the travel to deal with. You have a team that's kind of hungry and tired of losing, uh, and you have a team that's you almost have to think they're due for a win so you have to make sure you look out for number one you have to make sure that you don't lose sight of what's what's going to be you know your goal which is two wins four points out of this weekend and uh, not be the team that they broke the streak on so we will see what they do all the games are on hockey tv that's up in danbury friday night saturday night seven o'clock eastern start times uh don't you dare miss it um or if you do miss it for some reason and don't want to look at the VOD, I will look at it for you guys, and I'll report on it next week. So uh, we will see how that goes um, next week, obviously. I just said that multiple times. But there is some news out of the league as the top prospect game is happening in February uh, up at the UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex in Cranberry Township, uh, Pennsylvania. I'm not a big fan of cranberries. Not a not something you need to know or care about, but it's out there now. 2023 20, uh, Top Prospects Tournament. Of course, this is a tournament that uh, has a lot of NCAA uh, guys who, without a commitment, who are eligible to participate in all this one and identified by Central Scouting as, uh, you know, top prospects. Uh, 13 forwards, 7 defensemen, 2 goalies. Those will be announced uh, on, Janu- on and around January 29th, so next Thursday. But the coaches have been announced for this one. And, hey, uh, your boy, your coach, Clint Milamock, will uh, be behind the bench in the head coaching role uh, due to the fact that the Maryland Black Bears have uh, the top 
record in the Eastern Division. So uh, Clint was also back there last year, if memory serves, as well on the Eastern team. So it's uh, good to see back-to-back. Shows how solid the Black Bears have been and what they're able to do, not only for themselves and their own stock, but also uh, for the coach as well. So a huge thing going on down there. That'll be February 6th and 7th, uh, Monday and Tuesday for that. And it's also on a off, coming off an off weekend for the Black Bears. They are off that first weekend in February, so uh, the players that are going there won't be too tired. Uh, before they come back home and have a, a home set against Maine. So always a good thing to have a nice little top prospects game as you rest because, hey, you want to show off your uh, – you want to get that commitment, you want to show off in front of some scouts, why not be as fresh as fresh can be? So that's always cool as well. So we will see and uh, announce those. Uh, those will be actually after next week's show, so we will have to announce that prior to that. But keep an eye on NAHL.com, NAHL Hockey on Twitter, and, of course, Black Bears NAHL on Twitter as well. And, hey, why not defending the defending Den MBB as well? We'll have all that news when it gets released. little alumni update for y'all. Why the heck not, right? Uh, we were off for a couple weeks, so uh, we, did, we missed Luke Mountain getting an assist for Vermont as uh, they took on Lindenwood and uh, – Fortunately, defeat. It's uh, Mountain's first point of the season. So uh, good for him to get on it. First uh, first point in nine games that he has played. So we will see uh, how he progresses from there. It doesn't look like Vermont's played yet since. So uh, here we are with that. Josh Nixon got himself an assist in a losing effort on Saturday against Colgate. Uh, not to uh, get the freshest taste there as Union drops their second of the weekend. And I guess a little it looks like a little mix there because Colorado College was out there on Friday. So a nice little uh nice little tournament there, I suppose. But in any case, yeah, one assist for Nixon up to nine points in twenty games for the Dutchman. Aiden McDowell getting an assist this weekend for Stevenson as they got uh, back into the swing of things uh on the weekend with four games. If you want more report on that you can go to uh Chesapeake Hockey Week. If you're already subscribed, you already got it in your downloads. You can just have to click the listen. But McDowell adding an assist. Uh, great rookie season so far for him. Eight points in 15 games on that Stevenson blue line as a first year. So not none too shabby, I have to say, for this. Uh, for the, And especially considering a lot of, I think, a majority of his points have come on the power play. All his goals have come on the power play, I do believe, uh, if memory serves. So a, uh, a nice little boost for him to keep uh, getting that kind of time and keep being able to uh, to produce for the Mustangs. Garrett Sidlowski has had himself quite the weekend. On New Year's weekend, uh, he had a goal and two assists as the Wenatchee Wild uh, defeated the Prince George Spruce Kings. And then on Friday against the uh, Powell River Kings, he got an assist in an, or a goal in the overtime uh, victory against Prince George there. He currently sits at 12 points in 16 games dealing with a little bit of injuries here and there so uh, a good projection for uh, Mr. Sidlowski as he gets ready uh, to possibly go to Western Michigan next year I'm not seeing uh, the commit mode there but again you know elite prospects is only as uh, as accurate as they want to be in most cases Jack Hillman to assist this season in 12 games for St. Norbert College as he uh Dropped down to Division Three this past. Hasn't had any like game stats on here, but does have two assists on that. So uh, shout out to him 
uh, getting done there. Wilmer Skoog at it again. Uh, had a nice little assist in the overtime at Harvard uh, this past weekend. So, uh, or, or on, on the day before New Year's, he also had a nice little fancy highlight goal and a big victory uh, a few weeks back. Doesn't have this on here. Must have been an exhibition game. But in any case, uh, Wilmer Skoog dazzling as he is one to do uh, for the Boston University Terriers in his senior season, I do believe, though. He does have that COVID year that he could use up as well, so I'm sure if he doesn't has doesn't have any sniffs at the any kind of pro league, you can assume that he'll be back for a final season with the Terriers. Philip Jakobsen uh, getting some points here as well. Eight points in 12 games for SUNY Canton over in D3. The uh, former Black Bear and Amarillo Bull getting things going there after his uh, tenure in Sweden and now back to the U.S. for some NCAA puck. And Cooper Black will kind of wrap this alumni session up with him. He has not had the greatest of seasons with Dartmouth in his first year, but he has assumed starting goaltending uh, duties for the uh, Big Green. And uh, Friday night had a stellar game, 40 saves in a uh, 3-0 loss to Quinnipiac, who is one of the top teams in the nations, as is Princeton, stopped 25 in a loss there. As well for the year, you know, like I said, the record not so grand, 2-12-1, but goals against 2.90, save percentage at 9.03, which is not terrible considering he is facing a ton of shots and does not look like he's getting much support on the year uh, from the big green. So uh, here's hoping Cooper and uh, team can right the ship somehow and uh, move onward and upward from uh, this dismal season. It has been for the big green. But that's it. That's all. We've done it. I've run out of time. Um, not really. I've just run out of things to talk about, folks. Thank you for tuning in again. If you want to uh, check us out on the Twitter, that's where game updates and some other news are. Defending Den MBB on Facebook. Clutch and Crab Hockey is the Facebook that is home to the Chesapeake Hockey Week. And also this show, Defending the Den. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den on the Face Off Hockey Show uh, media faction and podcast monsters. Uh, again, be safe out there. It's uh, cold up here. Hopefully you can stay warm this weekend and uh, cheer on your Black Bears to another victory or two. Hmm? About that? All right, you guys stay, uh, stay cool, stay good, and all that other fun stuff. I don't know how to end the show. Peace. <laughs>